<laughs> Was I having it sooner? <sighs> Welcome back to Kind of Funny's MCU in Review. Of course, I'm Tim Geddes, and I am joined by the big daddy himself, Greg Miller. Hello, Tim. The producer slash seducer, Nick Scarpino. Good evening to you, Tim. And joining us live from his bedroom, it's the Nitro Rifle, Andy Cortez. I loved getting this MCU in Review rendition from Nick and Greg. That was beautiful. Do you want to hear it again? No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing too. Barrett, are the people at home, did they hear that? No, or not. No, no, that's what I was just They didn't hear them going, Tim, 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 Tim. Yeah. It's easy, guys. You just Andy. Put, you use the word Tim. If you want to play at home, yeah, replay the intro and say Tim whenever they, they yeah. Tim, 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 Whatever it's the sound. Yeah. 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 It's I'm sorry. You know what I mean? Oh, great. He's already apologized. It's one of those everyone. fucking things, ladies and gentlemen. Give me in the nick one, all right? Give him the money shot. Give them the one. It's one of those things, ladies and gentlemen, that me and Nick don't ask to be the funniest, most likable motherfuckers in the company, but we accept that yoke, and we drag Tim and Andy's lifeless corpses through the street, making content for you. Isn't that right, Anthony Corbett? One of the only people in the fucking chat right now. Isn't that right, Anthony? You want us to leave? Tim just reads box office numbers? Nobody wants that. Best Tim impression I've ever seen. (laughs) 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 With your yak mouth, I don't want to hear it. Well, I hope that you guys out there want to hear it. Because, of course, this is Kind of Funny's In Review, where we rank, review, and recap different movie franchises. And we're going back to where it all began with the MCU. We are doing a rewatch of the Ant-Man series leading into Ant-Man. Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania. Coming out in just a few short weeks, kicking off Phase 5 of the MCU. Um, Next week, we will be doing Ant-Man and the Wasp, so stay tuned for that. That'll be the first time we watch that since... We'll discuss that one since theaters. Sure. Which is uh, really exciting for... forward to that one. That's one with Larry Fishburne in it, right? It is. Excited. Excited. Harry White. Good old Larry. Um, But, of course, you can watch this on YouTube.com slash Kind of Funny or search your favorite podcast service for Kind of Funny in review, and we'll be right there for you. Uh, (laughs) We so lonely in this shot. Why is so lonely? (laughs) (laughs) So many movie franchises, whether they're good or bad, uh, chances are we have talked about it at least once, if not twice, during one of these rewatches. Of course, you can also go to patreon.com slash kindoffunny to get the show ad-free and watch live as we record it, just like our Patreon producers, Jay Kolbs, Nathan Lamoth, Monica Boomenlog, DJ Kento on Twitch, Trent Berry, James Hastings, Colin (laughs) Hugadell. Andy, how are you doing today? I've been better, Tim. I've yeah. been better. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I get it. How you feeling, Andy? I get it, Andy. I'm I'm okay. I just um the, look, honestly, if I put Theraflu in my body all day and night, I could take on the world. Wow. Wow. I'll take on the world. Wow. Take on the world together, gentlemen. Um, we're brought to you by Grammarly, but we'll tell you about that later. We gotta talk about Ant Man. Released on July 17th, 2015. Wow. Think about oh, that. God. That was a long old time ago. And we were uh, spare bedrooming, like the original spare bedroom, running yeah. the company on the spare bedroom. Mm-hmm. Do we even go see this as a, a, a company? Do we all go together? Um, Yeah. Yeah, okay, okay. we did. Okay. We bigger, it's this closer was, to 10 years than it isn't. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. That's pretty wild to think about. Yeah. This was Gia's first MCU movie she ever watched, and she hated it because wow. she had no context. So sure. she just watched it. She was like, what the f- like? Why do you guys like this? It makes no sense. I'm like, and now like he control ants. This is when you guys first started dating. Yeah, it was so early. That's when she thought she was better than us. We run yeah, it at our level. Like I'm a lawyer or whatever she does. I'm a fucking <laughs> lawyer. 
Isn't that right? <laughs> you know what I mean? The Leave sc- him by himself. Scintillating conversations they have around there. <laughs> yeah. But are on the fucking show. You think you can do it without us? You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, you want to sell apples out of an apple cart with no apples? We're the yeah, apples. We're the apples, apples everybody. Um, yeah, so it was released July 17, 2015. It was the um, end of phase two, which was always kind of a weird call. Um, but the, this was the, the the end of that. And I don't know if you guys noticed, but it didn't even have the original, or not the original, the new Marvel Studios intro. Oh, no, I didn't know. Yeah, because oh, that, that, that didn't come until Doctor Strange, which was two movies after this, because the next was Civil War. But it's kind of cool that Ant-Man 1 was the end of Phase 2, and now Ant-Man 3 is about to be the beginning of Phase 5, which is just wild. And now Andy's gone. He'll be back. Leaving no, he just alone. did that thing sometimes when he has to puke. Puke? He's puking around. He's sick. He, he, he's, remember, he said, if I put the Theraflu in me, I'd be unstoppable, but it was clearly a sealed bottle of Theraflu. Oh, I, thought he was just, I just thought he was staying home to just down Theraflu all day. <laughs> I'm going to get fucked up and make thumbnails. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we're all out of booze. Give me the Theraflu, Barrett. Yeah. Oh, you're at work while I'm flying. I step Close. away for 10 seconds, and mm-hmm. it's just an assault. Yeah. No, no, this, this, was, uh, yeah. this wasn't making fun of you. This was, you know... We had to add the cameras off. Tim panicked, of course. He's like, what are we going to do? Uh, you know what I mean? <laughs> uh, this one had a runtime of an hour, 57 minutes. It was directed by Peyton Reed. Now, Nick, I know we've talked about Peyton Reed before a couple times, but do you remember the motion picture that he first directed? Training Day. Bring it on. Yeah, okay. Bring it on is what I was looking for. Did he also direct Training Day? He, no, he directed Down With Love, The Breakup, and Yes Man. Oh, I was totally wrong about that. Who did Training movies. Day? Um, let me look. I'll up. figure it was out. Was Yes Man the one? I think Train Day was Jim the guy Carrey? that did uh, Suicide Squad, right? The original Suicide Squad. Let's see. That sounds about right. David Ayer. Yeah, I think that was him. Training Day. That doesn't sound right. Yes Man was the Jim Carrey one where you couldn't say. Yeah, yeah. Antoine. Great movie. Just watched it the other day. Fuqua. Oh well, I'm I'm totally wrong. Oh, yep. I'm picturing Liar Liar, but yes, Yes Man was a different one. I remember that. that's mm-hmm. the one with Zoe Deschanel. I just when you watch it. it now, you're like, wow, he looks like her father. Oh, yeah. 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 A different time. You know what yeah. I mean? That nobody cared about the age difference. We were like, you're funny, Fireman Bill. It's interesting that Jim Carrey had that section of his career where he was like, just <laughs> give me an elephant. Give me an elephant. Give me, <laughs> give me an elephant. Ah, Put the elephant give the me room. an elevator pitch. Give me a one sentence yeah. and I'm going to go make that movie. You can't you say can't no. You can't lie. Yeah. I'm in. <laughs> you can't say no. Fucking also in. Let's go. Hang out with some penguins. Great films. <laughs> You're God. All right. Um, he also directed the Mandalorian season two finale and all the Ant-Man movies. Um, Jim Carrey? Uh, no, Peyton Reed. Oh, Peyton Aaron. Reed. Um, and he fucking crushed that shit. So. He's the one that did um, Training Day. Um, training Day. <laughs> That was David Ayer. What did David Ayer do? Oh, God. I did crash. God, I feel so bad for Tim right now. Music was done by <laughs> Christoph Beck, who did the music for Frozen 1 and 2. He also, on the MCU side of things, did WandaVision and Hawkeye and both the Ant-Man movies. And he won an Emmy for doing the score to Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Mm. And didn't win any awards for this, but he did the soundtrack to The Hangover. He had to win a Grammy, though, once or twice, right? With the short Watch. shirt and a long jacket. Mm-hmm. Nothing like a good Beck joke to get you going, Nick. <laughs> hey, I man. warned you. I said he I'm did having a coke. Me. I'm having a coke. He's having a coke. We gotta get this everybody. man a coke more often. Recap juice. Uh, this one had a budget of 169 million and a box office of 519 million, making it one of the the lower performing MCU movies. But again, Phase Two, end of that. Very, oh, very, di- very different time. This was a. Uh, Hot the heels of Avengers Age of Ultron, if you remember. Sokovia. Sokovia. Gets a couple mentions in here, mm-hmm. including that newspaper page. Mm-hmm. Pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Andy Cortez, I'm going to start with you. What did you think of this rewatch of Ant-Man? This is my second time rewatching it in the last, like, six months or so. 
Uh, this movie's funny, man. It's a good time. I think we probably ranked it too low when it first came out. Looking at other movies, I'd probably push it a couple of spots higher. Um, I, you know, I'm about to make a big admission in here. Yeah. Please, didn't rewatch please, it. right your wrongs, Andy. I don't hate Cross as much yes! as I used to. Woo! We did it, everybody. Chris Cross. <laughs> Thank you, Andy. Up. Thank you. I, like, I still, like, he's probably still my least favorite part of the movie, but I don't think that he's as bad as I initially thought the first couple of times. All right. We're writing wrongs here. We're becoming better people in 2023. Um, yeah, it's still it's still a good time. I'm laughing at all the same jokes that I would have laughed at back in the day. I haven't. I don't feel like the humor has aged poorly in any way. Sure. I'm still um, uh, the little cast and crew that Paul Rudd has is just an absolute blast to hang out with. Um, yeah, I think it's a I think it's a fun movie. I one thing that I didn't love this time around is just how kind of <clears throat> like how kind of scripted. Michael Douglas's uh, sort of teaching voice is to Paul Rudd whenever he's like, now you're in the suit, Scott. You're blah, blah. like, it sounds like kind of bad video game VO in some ways. Wow. And that's what I got. Uh, that's what I got out of it on this viewing. It just sounds like a Michael Douglas got hired for two hours to do video game tutorial VO for the Ant-Man video game. That's what it kind of reminds me of. It's the only thing that bothered me really about this Burn. viewing. I saw it a fun time. I love I still love that we get the we don't have the stepdad be the shitty asshole bad guy throughout the whole thing. Sure. I've always loved that he does eventually turn into somebody that, you know, hey, I'm I I love you. I love your daughter. I'm here to try to be the good stepdad. I think it's still like I enjoy that part of it. It's pretty wholesome. Good movie. I enjoy it. Nicholas. Uh, yeah, I'm right with Andy. I love watching this again. I love Paul Rudd. Um, I like all the jokes in this. They still hit for me. Uh, totally forgot how we just sort of ditched out on the fact that he can control ants. That was the thing that he did a lot in this movie, and I don't recall him ever doing that again. Uh, in the second one, I think he does. Does he do a little bit. in the yeah. second one? Okay, so it's mostly just his standalone movies where we get the ants because it's creepy and weird. Um, just to see like the fire ants and all that shit that always creeps me a little out. When they were having the battle in the airport, he was calling them. They were just taking a long time to walk there, you know, because I mean? it was all concrete. Runway, yeah, so the ants were way the fuck over there. By the yeah. time they get there, they're just like, ah, oh, here's Spider-Man. We're, um, we're six hours out, Paul. <laughs> <laughs> On our way. None of the ants fly in Germany. We're all, we're walking as fast as we can. Um, yeah, I mean, I just, it, it, you know, exact same thoughts as before. It's just a fun movie. It's it's a perfect example of what a standalone Marvel movie can be with characters that are not like the essential, you know, four Avengers that we love and know and love. And Paul Rudd is fun and the cast is great. And we just won't, Talk about the wigs. We'll just, we just we're won't. over it. We're, we're over done. it, guys. We've made our peace with Big Wig. Mm-hmm. Wow. For now. A ceasefire. Okay. So much character growth in this episode of In Review. Yeah. Let's keep it rolling, Greg Miller. What'd you think? I stand by whatever I said before. I enjoy- <laughs> <laughs> I'm not changing for nobody. Fuck y'all. Um, I enjoy Ant-Man. It's a fun movie. It's an entertaining movie, but I just feel like Ant-Man is the- Ant-Man and Ass-Man. 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 You're Ass-Man. Ant-Man and Ant-Man of the Wasp are the only flicks we, Jen and I, skipped when we were doing the chronological order uh, rewatching the MCU. Where we got to, like, do you want to watch this? I don't, I don't care either way. All right, let's go to the next one. Let's get back to it. I think at that point we were, we were ready for the Avengers to really, you know, assemble and do some shit. Um, 
it's not that I don't like the movie. The movie's fucking hilarious. I think, you know, Andy mentioned them in terms of, uh, he said it in a funny way, but the guys, you know, the, the crew that uh, uh, Paul Rudd, Gary Gooberson from Ghostbusters Afterlife runs with, of course, uh, they're so hilarious. Uh, you know, I love the recaps. I love the van. I love the way they all work together. Like, that's, that's still, I, I don't even say the highlight of the movie. I think it's just the cast is so great. Michael Douglas, I love in this. I don't, I don't think he sounds like video game VO. I would never be that insulting, Andy. Um, I like him so much. I especially, yeah, I forgot about the cold open, you know, being the, yeah, they so w- got everybody's wrinkles out and Haley was there and Stark was there. I was like, all right, this is dope as shit. And then going through like, it's a very enjoyable movie. Love, you know, uh, Ant-Man versus the Falcon up there. And that's so much fun. And especially now to go back and see that after so long. I was like, yeah, this is great. It's a fun movie, but it's one of those that just doesn't ever last with me, I guess. It's kind of like juicy fruit. I chew it up. I spit it out. I'm like, that was fun. But I don't think, wow. I don't think, man, I need to go buy more juicy fruit. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I feel that. I feel that for sure. I love juice. I think it's more as like a dentine ice. Like it lasts a little bit longer than uh, than the juice. Well, like in the big ones, where you undo the thing. You're like, who? Where do you put this thing? The car cup holder. You know, but that's but then it's like there, and then you know it's gonna get broken into in San Francisco. But you just keep eating the thing, and no matter what, you know, like you I'll risk the, the I'll risk the five hundred dollar window ice? for this dentine ice. ice. Do you want to hear the, the old th- theme song? Was like. Ah, Dentine ice. It was like real, like kind of sexy and did, sensual. Oh, it always was. It should be. Andy, did you hear the new theme? It sounds like this. Tim, Tim, Tim. I love this Firing movie. Firing on all cylinders, man. I, I always, I, I always have, and uh, I continue to. And I think that uh, where it's ranked on our list, which is pretty low, like I think it's in like what is it at? In the mid twenties or something like that, or maybe like Bullshit. like twenty three or something like that. But like, there yeah, like uh, we have this here. I think this ranking is missing the uh, oh. Guardians holiday special, right? Yes. But besides that, it's up to date. Where did that um, go? Do we remember? No. That cut cash off guards on my last. Um. But yeah, so we have Ant Man at twenty eight, and then Ant Man two. Right above, uh, right above it at 27 and yeah like looking at those i kind of feel like that's the right placement for this it's just that's how good most of these movies are sure. and like even some of the shows um it's fun as hell it's super funny i i like yellow jacket as a bad guy i don't like I, he's not great like he's not high on the ragu bagu list but i like him just being the shitty business guy and like just the him as cross and then also as yellow jacket i thought the action compared to the plan and all that adds up to like I like this. As I somebody across uh, uh, the actor, I knew from uh, 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 House of Cards. House of Cards, thank right. you. And he was so serious in that. What I appreciate maybe even more on another, or my, probably my, my third viewing of Ant-Man here, is the fact that he is really, he's not an over-the-top, like, totally unbelievable. He's a very good comic book villain in this comic book movie, right? Yeah. This this movie is colorful and funny and bright, and it's like bending MCU. It's not that it's not the most serious thing of all time, right? And so he fits really well there. And I like his, you know, like playing both sides with Michael Douglas. I like their backstory. Why did you trust me? All that stuff. And then of course you yeah. have to go, you know, crazy because yeah, it, it's funny though, because I, I think like if you look across like the verticals that I judge an MCU movie on and like what I, I look for and what I expect from them, this kind of just checks off every single thing on the list where it's legitimately funny. He's cool. The action scenes are unique and fun and like it being like the using the the small scale and all that stuff. I think they do a lot of really cool, unique things with it. The supporting cast in every way is just fantastic, whether it's his crew being funny as hell yeah. or Michael Douglas and um, uh, even Evangeline Lilly and stuff like I just feel like all the characters in this are rad. The Baskin Robbins boss guy, like there's just so many funny characters. Um, and on top of that, like we get really cool mcu stuff like this builds out a new corner of the mcu but them playing with the the decades and the time and introducing pym tech which we know ends up being like a very pivotally important thing to the overall story 
Um, but opening with getting um, Haley Atwell and and seeing uh, Howard Stark and all that stuff, like it just it makes Ant Man's world feel like it's been part of this world the entire time. Building yeah. even even where they are, the Triskelion, which we had Very just cool. seen in Winter Soldier, but like now you're seeing now it it's nineteen eighty nine, whatever. It's like all that stuff I thought was like really really cool, and then. When they're doing like the test run of him jumping out of the um, the plane, and oh shit, it's the Avengers compound, and Falcon's so here. That was awesome. Like we don't get moments like that. Like we always talk about how the Hulk was seen in the Thor Ragnarok trailer, and like how cool would it have been for us to not know that and have that surprise Did in the just theater? Say, Hi, my name is Scott. <laughs> like, so so funny. But like having um, Anthony Mackie as Falcon show up with the Avengers music where they were, it's like whoa. This is possible, and I feel like Ant Man was the first time that ever happened. Mm. Like even before that, we had. Black Widow and Winter Soldier, but like we knew that. Like she was in the trailers and stuff. So I just think that it, it's cool that this movie had a surprise and it had like all these cool moments. And I mean, the freaking train scene where they're fighting and the, the train just like hits them. It's just, just, it's never not funny. I love it. It's hilarious. That was spoiled in the trailer though, right? I'm not yeah. crazy about that. Yeah, that was the biggest spoiler of any trailer because that's the funniest moment still to this day. God bless it. And I love even the them falling in the briefcase and as they're yeah. fighting and like it's it hits creative. the music starts playing. I'm like, come on, this this is great. Yeah. Um, but I want to get into the plot, but before I do that, let me tell you about our sponsors. Shout out to Grammarly for sponsoring this episode. From essays to emails, Grammarly's communication assistants can help you write with confidence. Grammarly is a must-have for every student. Best of all, it's free to download and works on all your favorite devices and apps. A ton of us here at Kind of Funny have been using Grammarly for years, and Joey specifically is a huge fan. She says, and I quote, Grammarly is used with everything. Emails, tweets, even writing our weekly schedule. Sometimes my brain works faster than my fingers and it's nice to have a second set of eyes. The free versions of Grammarly offers comprehensive writing suggestions, a tone detector, and a synonym feature, all to help you proofread your work as you write. So you can be sure it's mistake-free and polished before submitting. Grammarly Premium comes with advanced features like clarity, full sentence rewrites, which flag and rephrase hard to read sentences. Premium even comes with plagiarism detection from essays and projects to emails and presentations improve your grades this semester with grammarly you can sign up for an account today at grammarly.com slash kind of funny and get 20 percent off when you're ready to upgrade to grammarly premium that's g-r-a-m-m-a-r-l-y.com slash kind of funny grammarly.com slash kind of funny andy uh, we'll see how good Discord does this, but Greg, this one's for you, all right? Thanks, buddy. He's Rod, he's Rod, he's Rod, he's super hot. He's Rod, he's Rod, he's Rod, so here's the Rod. I thought it's hard you, to do bends with this guitar. So no, you were, that you nailed that, and it came through wonderfully. I thought you were saying he's Rod, he's yeah, Rod, too, he's Rod. <clears throat> Rod, Paul Rod. Yeah, I was going to say Paul Rod, but it's like it's... it's Hard, you know? that just, it was sense. a Discord that you did you dirty on that. In the yeah. room, I would understand. We right also now. have a, a fridge over there that's giving birth to another smaller <laughs> fridge. So <laughs> it's uh, <laughs> so that's happening right now. Ladies and gentlemen, Ant Man. It's 1989, the year that Batman came out. That's right. Came out. Ladies and gentlemen, oh, Hank Pym is so pissed at Stark and Peggy for trying to knock off his Pym particle or PP, as we're going to call Don't it. Don't touch my PP. Basically, the aging here is weird but cool. A lot of good de aging technology they're using here. Uh, yeah, he says, great. As long as I'm alive, nobody will ever get that formula. We go over to present day where Paul Rudd gets jumped out of prison. Uh, 
God bless the scene. God bless. It's great. It's just fun. Yeah. Uh, Michael Pena comes to pick him up, and this is this is I love Michael Pena. In this. Yep. It's just the most fantastic part of this movie. <laughs> oh, is it a boy or a girl? The the fridge finished giving birth. Scott ends up working at Thirty One Flavors, uh, which has the best ice cream flavor of all time, gold medal ribbon. Highly recommend you guys try that. Uh, he gets fired, even though. But it, hold on, real cool. quick. Even the the van ride when we're yeah. just first getting introduced to all this stuff. Every line of dialogue that Michael Pena has mm-hmm. is just hilarious and just builds and builds and builds. And when he ends it with like, oh, yeah, this happened, mom died, whatever. But I got the van. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> fuck yeah. But also, it's just the fact that he never stops smiling. Yep. Yeah. It's always the one, the same emotional state no matter what's happening, it's which still is always sad. the funniest thing. Yeah, it's it's still sad, right. like really depressing statements. Oh, yeah, my girlfriend, she left me. Uh, my, da- my dad died. <laughs> like everything's Mom really died, dad got up. deported. So fucking funny. <laughs> Uh, he, of course, gets a job, but he lied on his resume over at 31 Flavors. And so Dale, even though despite thinking he's very, very cool, fires him. Uh, his parting gift, of course, is a mango fruit blast, which I never caught the first three times. He goes, you can take one of those on the way out. And then it cuts, and he's, he's drinking one. Yeah. Which is, uh, it's kind of sad. Robbins never, or what is it, never misses? Baskin Robbins always finds out. Always finds out. Well, they say that, and then later, <laughs> Michael Finney is like, you always find out, bro. Baskin Robbins <laughs> always finds out, bro. Uh, Scott most, needs like Nick Scarpino boss, though, I'll say. Like the fact that that boss is like, look, man, I love that you did this crime. <laughs> like this crime was really <laughs> cool. Stick it to but the man, can't man. Do that here. <laughs> uh, they, of course, uh, the, it is introduced there that he brought, he uh, knocked over Velcro Tech or whatever it was, Veritech, Veritech Corp or whatever it was, and that's going to come up later uh, when Michael Douglas <laughs> talks about it. Uh, I don't know what he's laughing at either. Yeah, he's like the way Vel- Velcro said, it'll come up later. I don't know. It was, yeah. it was, it's a very generic company that they he, were like, he stole, he's Robin Hood. He stole it from the rich. Well, we'll get to it. Yeah. yeah. But uh, on, I, I, I don't need to call out every single line that made me laugh because there's a lot of them. But even this, the kid that is buying Baskin Robbins from him. Yeah. And he's like, come on, man. <laughs> he's like, he's like, dude, we do ice cream. And hot. He's like, he's like, can I, can I just get whatever's hot and fresh? <laughs> yeah. We do ice cream. It's so funny. <laughs> uh, Scott makes up with his new gang, which includes Polka Dot Man, who's the actor yeah! we love. Uh, they tell the audience. Ti. Everyone forgets Ti. Nobody forgets. Nobody T. forgets Ti. Ti is just. Nobody forgot Ti. Surprise. They tell the audience that Scott isn't a criminal. Actually, he's more like Robin Hood, robbing from the rich to give to the poor. And you're like, okay, well, he's still Baskin Robin Hood. Whoa! They want him for a job. Robin's some rich guy, but he's like, guys, I'm out. Then we cut over to Pym Technologies, where Hank has just arrived. And it was like, oh, oh, it's he's it's not Hank dead. Pym. It's Hank Pym. It's crazy. Um, and he's got a little mini tank on his keychain. Don't forget that. A mini tank is the first act. We're going to show you it 15 more times before the payoff for it. Not much of a payoff. They just kind of burst through the building. That's it. It's okay. That's pretty cool. We see it 15 times. I thought I, that take was going to take over the world. That's so funny. I didn't notice that. I remember one. I definitely yeah. remember this one. They the show it so many times. Every time every time he leaves the house, and yeah, comes and, back and to the Paul house. Red grabs the it's a close-up of the key. Yeah. That's every so funny. single time. Uh, this is the Star Wars dice again. It's the <laughs> fucking dice, Andy. It is the dice and Angelina Lily's bad wig in this. It's not a wig. It's not a wig. It's a real hair, everyone. Real hair. Remember that. Been paid to say that. We've been... Given a cease and desist by a big wig. Mm-hmm. It's her real hair. It's a real hair, Tim. It's a real hair. Y'all got lilied. Anyway, uh, let's see. Uh, we meet her. Uh, we meet him. No, okay. She's there. Okay. With her real hair. Yeah. Wink, okay. Wink. She's there. Everybody wink, calm wink. down. Wink, wink. I can't keep us silent forever. Uh, we meet with Andy's favorite person on the planet, Darren Cross. He gives everyone a presentation for the future of Pim Labs, which is called Cross Labs. Um, he tells everyone about the research into the soldier the size of an ant. Um, the was ultimate that? secret weapon. Yeah. An ant man. <laughs> Again, one of my few criticisms of this movie, and we'll just get it out of the way now, 
is that they're like, this is the ultimate secret weapon, but we have to shrink down a human being to be in this tiny little thing that is super powered, even though it could just be a robot. And then this other guy's like this. Oh, I can talk to ants. (laughs) (laughs) And nobody cares about that. (laughs) Not one person cares that this person can control trillions and trillions of these tiny little things that can get anywhere and kill anything. And everyone's like, "What a stupid fucking thing you wasted your life doing, you stupid sad old man! Why don't you, why don't you get HPV in your throat again?" It was a tall tale. He ate too much pussy. It was a tall tale. <laughs> <laughs> it was a tall tale. They didn't know about the ant business yet, all right? They didn't know it was up there. <laughs> it's just one of those things where I'm like, "That's the skill I'd, I'd probably put all my points toward in the game." You know what I mean, Andy? Like, not so much shrinking, but to be able to control every insect on the planet oh, would be fucking incredible. Else. Oh no, I already mastered I think, that I think one. It'd be a lot, I think it'd be a lot cooler to give the little. Ants like little guns. Oh yeah, yeah dude. Ant guns. What about a little and... camera? What about a little like little this. thing that you put on their back that you can hold on to when they fly? Antony. Yeah, you know what? I'm gonna say it. The thing that I'm most upset about this movie is Antony's death. It was sad. It was sad. Off but camera. It wasn't sad enough. Mm-hmm. I feel like they, they they set it up, but they just didn't. I'm with you. They didn't commit as hard as they needed to. I'm with you. It just kind of happens. I needed more of like. A slow mo kind of like no, like sort of something yeah. to really like ratchet up. Like, oh, will he actually survive? Because like, it just kind of happens. It's like, oh, Anthony, and like then they focus on the wing a lot, but it isn't as sad as it could be. I'm with you, Tim. Remember, death can happen at any point, Andy. You gotta, you gotta get used to that. You gotta be ready at any point. It could happen. Anybody hey, looking at the camera? <laughs> Andy, I just slacked you something. Of course, Cross is like uh, my mentor here. Used to we we told tales of the Ant Man, uh, but is the Ant Man real, Andy? It's just a tall tale, Nick. That's right, Andy. It's just a tall tale. But it gave him a great idea. He's like, I can smash the atoms closer together, which for whatever reason. He wrong, by the way. He spelled it's T-A-L-E, not T-A-I-L. You know, <laughs> 98% of the way there, take. Andy's like a fucking overbearing mom over here, right? I get a 98. He's like, you got two more points. You could have been for perfection. It must be oh, nice. I'm out there doing it drugs now because nice. Andy's pressure, the pressure he puts on me. It must drugs. be nice in the middle of the afternoon to be able to roll out of bed into your own pile of shit to fart in. <laughs> and then just fart go on camera. Shit. You and I are here cracking the atoms. Jesus Christ. We're making the content. And he's We're entertaining the, the one guy who was here, Anthony Corbett, who fucking was here all alone. Cooper Fuqua is over there just laughing at all of us. I, and, I also, Andy, and he had his I hand wanna, raised. I want to call out a past Slack interaction that I had with Nick that I ended up taking a screenshot and sending it to Tim. You don't need to. Um, because when we were on some in review, maybe it was a kind of funny podcast. <laughs> Nick had showed Tim a diagram of like, this is where the anus is on the yeah, human body. It was the Mons Pubis episode of the podcast. Yeah, Mons Pubis. And it's like, it's a, it's basically like, imagine a dude with it like kind of bent over, but like there's the anus, there's the balls, right? And it's a scientific sent, diagram. It's not a, a real It's human. not Goatsy or something. Yeah. It's a scientific diagram. Yeah. And Nick sent me this screen capture. Yeah. Of it just was like during the podcast where Andy could see what we were talking about where the mom's pupus was. Mm-hmm. There's an arrow pointing to where the anus is and it says anus, right? Yeah. So there's that screen capture. Mm-hmm. Then right after, hey, it's open enrollment time for healthcare. Do you want to make any changes to your health policy? <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, I said it to Tim. I was like, the the like the parallel different. Like it's just two well, different ends of the spectrum. Andy, I meant to things. send those together. 
<laughs> so you knew that if you needed any changes, it's for all your body, for your whole God, body. I hate you. I hate anyway, you. back to the plot, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, can and, we focus, Andy? Do you mind? Yeah, Jesus Christ. Oh, sorry. Uh, Cross is like, I made a breakthrough, guys. I'm gonna, we, the 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 space between the atoms, I got them smaller. So for some, whatever reason, everything can go smaller. It is twice, eight hundred times. Uh, stronger, which makes no scientific sense, but it doesn't matter because I got the yellow jacket, which gives the user ultimate combat advantage. Probably could also just make a robot too, right? Because uh, then you don't have to worry about that whole inorganic shrinking thing, but then we wouldn't have a cool break. He's not that kind of guy, though. You know, that's not the technology he's working on. Plus, we just had the whole Ultron thing. They're kind of anti-robot right now. I guess A lot so. of robot hate that's crimes good. happen. That's a good point. Plus, the yeah, robots are just getting so drug out, and they're getting thrown in giant piles and burned alive. Yeah, the iRobots. That's the Will Smith movie. Yeah. No, yeah. no. It's, what, what's the vacuum? The vacuum. Isn't the, isn't the iRobot the little That's fucking... a Roomba. <laughs> it's a Roomba, Tim. Tim, No, Roomba. it's the, the brand is iRobot. Is it really? Yeah. No, it's called a Roomba. The, you're, you are, we're both right. The brand you're, is iRobot. I, that's incredible. The R- Roomba is an iRobot? That's a yeah, terrifying yeah. thing to name I your look, company. I can log it up in my app oh, real yeah, quick. Oh, yeah, look at that. The brand I, is iRobot. That's yeah. wild. I would never have thought that. And Will that. Smith has nothing to do with the rumors. Yeah. iRobot, of course, uh, classic Isaac Asimov yeah. book about a dystopian what? future robot. You want me to freak out? Should I freak out the nanny stardom right now? Will <laughs> <laughs> Ben could be playing right in front of him. But also, I love stardom. Like, how many rumors do you have? I got, I got Sucky who sucks it, and I got Moppy who mops. Because, like, what's our payoff? Very creative. You know? Like, <laughs> yeah. What do you mean? What's your payoff? We hit the We're button and we laugh. Like we have a good laugh. That's <laughs> so fun. Remember when you used to just be in charge of maybe Rufus. Jen's up there? Maybe Jen's up there getting a cup of coffee. Fuck. She freaks out. Says something in French. You know. Remember when you used to say, "Hey Alexa, start things," and then Jen would text you five minutes later, yeah, yeah, pissed yeah. off. Yeah yeah, 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 that was hilarious. I would start the Halloween theme right before I came. <laughs> start banging <laughs> on the door. A couple days ago. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. <laughs> <laughs> You're a monster. God, I love you. A couple of days ago, my, my Siri started talking to my Google and they were just having a, like going back and forth and I was like, This this yeah. is the end. <laughs> There's no getting out of here. Mm, yeah, Greg. Yeah. That's how it becomes sentient. Uh, Hope and Hank watch in horror as exactly what Hank didn't want to happen is happening. One of the investors questions him. And he's like, he's like, I don't know if we should do this. What if our enemies get it? And he's like, I really value your opinion. It's like anytime I tell Tim anything, he, but he puts his hand on the shoulder. He goes, I really value your opinion, Nick. I love to talk about that later. Yeah. And then I go, When are we going to talk about you try it? To book and he time never, yeah, time there's no time on the schedule? calendar. It's never there. Uh, let's see. Scott shows up at his daughter's B day party, uninvited, and Bobby Collin and kind of all is a see you next Tuesday to him. Judy Greer tells him to be the person his daughter already thinks he is. So he decides to, he's like, I'm going to take matters in my own hands. My daughter thinks I'm a hero. I'm going to be a good person for her. Let's rob someone. It's a weird leap in logic, but we do it anyway. They call him an ass, like he calls him an ass hat. And he's like, no, don't sweat. I said a hat. <laughs> it's yeah, funny. I like that. <laughs> also, anytime you put Judy Greer in anything. For real, man. Great. Can't also, save anything. That show reboot that came out. Yeah. Not that great. No. Did I watch it all? I did. No. Did she She's do amazing good? Amazing in Arrested Development. Is in a movie called Spy, and it's hilarious. He was also in Boardwalk Halloween. Empire, remember? Was he? Terrifying in Boardwalk Empire. Oh, didn't know that. Uh, Darren turns Frank into organic goo and then goes out to dinner with Hope and her wig. No, no, no. That's a real We don't hair. talk it's about that anymore. It's her real hair. Uh, Scott comes home and asks about the gig, and we get the greatest scene ever put on film. Luis talks him through the gig and narrates the whole thing, and I fucking love this. This of always course, gets yeah. me every yeah, single time. Yeah. Uh, I also love the payoff of it, too, where it's like it does it again, and then... It's from uh, Douglas. Douglas. Uh, they head over to Pim's SF house, and Scott heads in using the power of parkour, uh, which I was like, oh, he's a parkour guy. That's weird. Parkour, parkour. And then we never see him do parkour again. It's strange. Uh, Scott uses the tank keys. 
We see him there. Yeah, yeah. It's strange. <laughs> well, because it's like parkour in the first act. Because for whatever reason, they're like, he's got to jump over this fence. We'll make him very agile in parkour. Yeah. And you're like, I mean, okay, I, is I, that going to be his thing? Then? He's a mass. He's a good cat burglar. He's a good cowboy, but also it's like, I, I'm with you that I guess there's not actual parkour the way that there is here, but like, he is running through little anthills a lot and like, jumping, jumping and jiving and stuff. Keyhole, right? It just yeah. reminds me, parkour. When, yeah, I get that, but he has to train to do that, right? Uh-huh. That makes sense. In this, it it kind of sticks out like a sore thumb, like if you're watching a naked gun movie and it's like Leslie Nielsen's supposed to do something and it's they clearly cut to like the 600 pound athlete that does the thing and then it cuts back to him you know what i mean it just it it seems weird because <laughs> at no point does paul rudd ever do anything that agile as himself and not the ant-man it just kind of was weird to me anyway cool they hired a stunt guy and they gave him his day rate good strange. for you guys we're, <laughs> we're supporting hollywood great get out there make your fucking stupid student films it's not why is he angry now you're gonna be relegated to youtube you know videos I mean? the rest of your life they you're gonna be care. roger you're gonna have to cut my comedy videos if i have to hear <laughs> roger talk about ai <laughs> Oh, God. You know what I mean? Well, every time Roger starts talking about Siri and Alexa fighting with each other and that causing fucking Skynet, I'm just like, get oh out of college. God. Get out of college, Roger. Poindexter. <laughs> anyway, Scott uses the tank keys. You've seen them the second time. Now, uh, to get into the lab downstairs was way more high-tech than he expected, so he uses Loctite and some scotch tape to make a fingerprint nice. of a doorknob nice. and makes a rubber fingerprint, and that gets him into the lab. Then he drills a hole into the safe door and freezes it because uh, of the Titanic. And all he finds is an old motorcycle suit. Love this whole sequence. The, the freezing of the thing, the fun, putting up the blankets. Very, very clever. That stuff works for me. The parkour thing, for whatever reason, stuck out. As Again, showing like he, he is the master cat burglar, right? He, like, he knows this. Resourceful. Stuff. Safe from 1912 or whatever. Yeah, he's yeah. resourceful. Love that. I hey, like the David, uh, I forgot how to say his Polka last name. Man. Polka Dot Man saying that I am in like the Flynn. That's good. That's a great reference. Uh, Hank watches the whole thing go down. Andy, I spelled whole H-O-L-E. You want to make fun of me now Andy. for that? Ah, dude, he's he's out here taking. You want to make notes. fun of me for that? You know what I mean? I got to type faster than you can think. You and roll I spell one world wrong, and you got to make fun of me. For you that. walk over to this camera, <laughs> one world you wrong? pick up a guitar. I'm ro- I'm ro- I'm ro- I'm rolled wrong, Andy. You got a guitar? <laughs> You're playing guitar with your feet. You got so much fucking time. <laughs> Look, my left <laughs> foot over these, there. All why right. are these two men just I'm attacking a- me? <laughs> you know. <laughs> At first, I thought he had two fans back there, and I think it's just one, but I still say we pay him too much. <laughs> I salvaged it. does it. look like he has two fans. I salvaged it. I thought, I thought you know, some people would look at the, the blown-up photo and be like, oh, I can't make that joke. I still made the joke, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, you are welcome, Anthony Corbett. <laughs> God, this is a great podcast. <laughs> Holy shit. All right. Uh, Hank watched the whole thing go down with a small camera on the back of an ant. Uh, Darren still can't shrink organic material, but he's willing to kill every sheep in the Bay Area to make it work. Uh, back at home, Scott tries on the suit and accidentally shrinks himself into, with, with a powerful use of CG. CG here, not great. Did not age that well with the whole bathtub and stuff. But I do like the perspective they use. I like that he they make it look like he's super small with the, with the use of motion, uh, blur and like the oh, tilt chip. It's, it's a Dyson fan, too. No, this is the one that's broken. I bought that little shitty cheap one because this one doesn't heat anymore. And it's getting it's been getting real cold with the bomb cyclone, atmospheric river. Have uh, you have you hit Express. up Dyson about it? I don't know what to do. I keep op- I've opened it just up like him. five times. Don't open it up. And I've like heating, I'll tweet engineered it. It just okay. doesn't work. Oh, Andy, hold it up anymore. like that real Don't quick. worry, Andy. Greg's gonna tweet for hold you. Uh, Barry, go, go back to, to the one shot. Andy, hold it for one second. I'm taking a photo. No, hold Thank it down you. just a little bit. Just down just a little bit. Down a little bit. Down a little bit. 
Doesn't it kind of look like Andy's <laughs> tiny and he's holding a needle? Sure. Yeah, the top where you put the thread. Right. Oh. Yeah, yeah, I got you. That makes You're sense. You're like that's so cool. You're like yeah. Ant Man, Andy. You're like our Andy Ant Man. I'm with you Andy on this, Man. Nick. Where it's like some of the CG, like it's not great, but not great. I feel like the the choreography of it all and just like the fun. the sound design, and everything, it's really fun. And uh, when they get into the club that we always joke about, like this fucking San Francisco club at the Tenderloin, nonstop like, dance PM. club at the <laughs> like, bottom of two. Yeah. Sure. Okay. Whatever. Uh, but I love that there's like girls with uh like see-through like acrylic heels on yeah and like you see the light man like go behind and like he looks all deformed and stuff like so they just had a lot of fun with yeah. it and i i yeah. like that you can the tell sty- the style tim is kind of what make like it, it it over um well what's what i'm looking for like it for, makes up for, for how the, not great the cg yeah. looks the style kind of like overpowers everything looks really damn yeah and, and even with that like i think his suit looks incredibly cool like I, uh, mcu often gets suits right but i think that <laughs> This Ant-Man one is so dope because it's, like, very functional. But even, like, him having the button, yeah. like, on the side of his um, fingers, it's, yeah, like, yeah. it's just really cool integration. And, like, it, it, it's one of those things where it looks cool and it makes sense for the tech that they've designed for it all. Agreed. This is going live tomorrow for everybody? No. When's this going? Monday. Okay, I'm going to put on uh, button Dyson. No. Okay. Um, I agree, and I love that it's they kept they keep the retro design. It's it's there. It's it's, it's super cool. Yeah, hundred uh, percent. And then the last thing I want to say about uh, before yeah. the scene, like we see some shots of SF, like establishing like where he is, and you see the muni buses and stuff. And I just think it's really cool that we haven't really seen this pay off yet, but it is interesting that Shang Chi takes place in SF as well, mm-hmm. right? So it's like we haven't seen those characters interact yet, but and I doubt we will in Quantum Mania because that seems like they're in the quantum realm more. Yeah. but maybe um, one day, still cool. Sam. But then this team maybe with Venom too. Maybe Ooh. Venom. Venom. got knocked out of the universe. Remember? Talk about like differences of like quality and how good and believable like Cross's lab is and everything going on there and the testing on the lambs versus Venom's fucking shit. In there, are, there are labs in Marin. Yeah, yeah garbage. Boo. Uh, I also want to point out that this is the only movie that that revolves around superheroes in San Francisco where they don't feel the need to destroy the Golden Gate Bridge. Pretty cool. Yeah, that's a good point. Pretty cool. Well, uh, Venom, but yeah. yeah Venom, the other one we talked about. But, well, I mean, Venom destroyed. Shang-Chi. The character Shang-Chi of Venom. Yeah. Venom destroyed saying, the motivation. This is the first movies. one to come out that didn't do it. Gotcha. Okay. Gotcha. Sorry okay. for the... This the, set the trend. Uh, you know, come on, guys. Sorry, keep I need our, to go to their side keep for a second. Our, I went to their side for a second. I, I should have been there with you. Andy, hold up your stupid Sorry. big needle again. <sighs> there you go. So that's the, there's the tweet. Hey, Dyson, at, Andy Cortez, at the Andy Cortez's fan isn't working anymore. Can you help him? Full story on our Ant Man rewatch one day. <laughs> <laughs> no, link. I didn't want to write the whole story. No I link. just put it in there in case they wanted They'll to do listen. it. You know what They'll I mean? get it. Like, I don't have time. Oh. I'm in the middle of a show. I'm trying to take it seriously. Scott him over uh, every, th- every five seconds. I try uh. to do anything. You know what I mean? Uh, Scott tries to put the suit back because he's freaking out that Michael Douglas is talking to him, and he gets arrested for being an idiot. Bobby Cannavale still a dick. Scott gets a visit well, from I his mean, lawyer. If he followed up exactly like what was going to happen. We really thought you changed this time, Scott. Yeah. You don't have to rub it in though, dude. You're already, you know, like you're already like hanging you're out with my self, family. You're already, you're already rubbing something else in. You know what I mean? I I love uh, that that Nick, in a rare rare instance, tried to not be obscene there. I pulled it back. Went for the the most wholesome. He's just hanging out with his family. You know that's yeah. what he's doing. And then Greg's like, "No, I'm not. I'm not letting this go. We're going all." Yeah, I'm sorry. If there's right. some revenge, deep dicking going on, I'm gonna call it out. All right. Oh my God. It's true. <laughs> It's very A lot true. of people like you are afraid of it. It's not calling, me, all right? Calling it how he well, sees I'm, it. Just to be clear, what am I afraid of? <laughs> Re- 
<laughs> calling out. Calling out revenge. Destroy, deep fucking, oh, got deep it. dicking got going it. on right. in the MCU. And I'll start everywhere. a podcast within a podcast if you make me. What's it going to be? So what would the podcast be? A very, very pertinent point. Dicking deep with Nick <laughs> It's paid that this this is a problem that's penetrated all aspects of our society Idiot at this song. point. <laughs> it will not. I will not. <laughs> Dick and deep. <laughs> Nick and Greg. <laughs> that's uh, very welcome to Dick and Deep with Nick and Greg. <laughs> Uh, this, Scott, is, this is some revenge dipping dip, dip deep. Never you know take I mean? revenge when you're digging deep. Just keep All right, focused. that's it. Right now on the dicking deep ratings, it's that guy from Boardwalk Empire and Judy Greer. There it is, number one with a bullet. Anyway, Scott gets a visit from his lawyer who turns out to be Hank, and then he uses ants to cover the camera and gives Hank, he goes, I'm going to give you a choice. You can either stay here and do your time or break out of prison. One of those things where I'm like, I don't know if that's a great choice. Yeah, you, you know, know, honestly, I'm risking really life incarceration for this. Th- this scene is one of the ones that I correct me if I'm wrong, but the, if you think about it, even just a little bit, it all starts to fall apart Bad. because the, Hank Pym walking in, yeah, like sure he's not like the biggest celebrity in the world, but like no. they've established that like people kind of know who he is. But if like they'd be like Rupert Murdoch walking in, you'd be like, someone's gonna recognize Rupert Murdoch. You know, I mean, the I'm, people at Pim Industries know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, that's true, but I just feel like him just being like, "Yo, I'm, I'm a lawyer for this." That's it's more. Like, that's more where I don't understand if Nick got arrested and I just showed up in a suit. Can I be like, "I'm Nick's lawyer"? I just don't think like, that's you, how you, that Can works. I see your lawyer badge? That's how they always portray it in uh, other Good. pieces of media, though, uh, where people are pretending to be lawyers to visit, you know, people who are incarcerated. That happens all the time. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure, but I'm sure there's in- some sort of check-in process where they verify your lawyer. <laughs> yeah, right? you like, just walk up and you say, "I'm your lawyer," and it's never the lawyer. It's always like the criminal who's trying to get you out. Andy, yeah. do you think that he walked up and said, "I'm your lawyer," and they said, "Let me see your lawyer badge," and he held it up, and the guy was like, "That's just a bunch of ants." <laughs> <laughs> I did is- like the ants doing the count. No. That was pretty good. That was yeah. pretty good. This is the Peruvian <laughs> jelly bean ant, and it can it can go into your mind to make you see things, and you see the lawyer badge. That's pretty incredible. Uh, all right, so that anyway, he busts out, and we get the the scene with Anthony, where he meets Anthony with two two four eight or two four seven. We don't know which one it is. There's a lot of ants, Scott. There's a lot of ants. Uh, wow, that's a good Michael Douglas. Thanks, guys. Um, I had to do a lot of something over the years to get that <laughs> that voice. Yeah, that, that grapple, the, the tool that, that grapple. I have here. Uh, man, uh, the, the whole controlling ant thing creeps me out still back in Scott's, uh, strange, yeah, strange. <laughs> uh, now he's really going to jail forever because he's broken out, which is everyone here. Scott wakes up in Hank's house with his bed covered by bullet ants. Uh, so that when he moves, they walk. I love this part, but it creeps me the fuck out. Of course, Hope's been watching him. She's creepy too. Everything in this creepy old mansion is creepy as shit. Uh, Hank has been watching Scott ever since he robbed Vista Corp. Nailed it. Way off. I was way off on that. Uh, also, Hank, Vista. Remember that? Yeah. Uh, no. Mike's got. For me, you got me in and out. Woo! Oh man, what a nice boy, Mike. <laughs> That's is. great. Uh, Hank tells Scott about his tech. He's like, dude, I learned how to change the distance between atoms, but it was dangerous, so I hid it from the world. But now Darren Cross wants his pee pee. Pee pee. Um. Hope voted Pim out of the company for some weird reason, but then came back when she found out that Cross sucks as much as Andy has always told us that he sucked. Andy, we never believed you, and I'd like to apologize on behalf of Greg. They strike up a deal. If Scott agrees to help him, he'll make sure Scott can see his daughter. And Scott's like, okay. I'd have a couple questions. I'm like, how are you going to get me out of this whole breaking out of jail thing? How did anyone get me out of this whole breaking out of jail? He was arrested, and then... This madman goes on a fucking tear, and he saves him. And Bobby Cannavale is like, we got you covered, bro. We checked you out. But he was still arrested. 
the whole yeah, thing. No, Remember, you're, you're, if you're not in front of a judge, though. That's that. If you can get out of jail before you're actually processed like that, you, you're fine. Monopoly you're like, rules. Yep, monopoly. I get monopoly it. rules. <laughs> <laughs> uh, During man. this conversation, there's a couple things I liked. Like the the would you like some sugar? And then the ants like bring the little sugar cubes, and he's like, oh, actually, I'm good. And then they like turn pause around. for a second, turn around, <laughs> take it yeah. like, that shit's great. And then the whole my days of breaking into a place and stealing shit are yeah, gone. It's like, what do you need me to do? Break into a place and steal, steal some, some shit. shit. Great, fantastic. Uh, Cross finally shrinks a sheep and then goes bink, and then she goes, eh, and then Hope realizes the clock is ticking. Oh my god! Scott thinks their first move should be to call the Avengers, but Hank's like, I don't trust any. He's like, I, I don't trust any Starks or Lannisters for that matter. Game of Thrones. Uh, 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 you thought I wouldn't get it, but I got it. <laughs> I didn't know what song that was, but you got it. Oh, this. that's just my little Game of Thrones intro I like. Mm. Uh, Hope really wanted to wear the suit, but Hank can't risk losing other family members. Scott, I need you to be the <laughs> Ant-Man. Uh, hold, again, on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. What? I just love that, like, Greg sings that song. Nick says, I didn't know, or Tim says, I don't know what song that was. He goes, oh, that's my Game of Thrones song. And there's, like, there's a couple of seconds of, like, hesitation in there. And if Nick, if Tim would have furthered that like it would have just taken us off it would have gone dude greg was ready to fucking <laughs> take a, flight like, i need people to rewind this i look back to where greg's looking at tim like give me the, the just, fucking yeah. feed me and i'll continue this exactly right <laughs> andy i warned everybody tim before this episode that i was gonna drink a coke mm-hmm. and you know what that does to me it makes you ornery all right i could be up to anything it makes and, you what ornery. ornery not horny ornery. Ornery. ornery it's a real word it's like it is it's ornery, ornery. i say ornery but he says ornery because he's from uh, the Midwest. That's right. And so on that, I'm actually going to leave the set for a second. I'll return. I'm not bringing a prop. Don't worry. Just over in the live chat, uh, Jasic says, happy they're going to redo Ant-Man and the Wasp in review. That's one of the weakest in review episodes. So I'm going to go time his ass out. Because I'm not going to have that kind of shit here. All right? <laughs> All right. So Jasic, say your goodbyes now, you stupid fuckface. <laughs> <laughs> He's our joker, man. I don't know. What we'll be back next week with. with yeah, the, I promise you, that next week's will be first. Will be better than the first time. Thank around. you for paying extra for this. Man, you know what? I'll see you later. It, it's been a while since I've heard stupid fuck face. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a while since I've heard that insult. Oh, man, oh, I love how the whole chat saying bye to, to Jasic. Jasic, I'm sorry, dude. You I'm so it. sorry, Jasic. Anywhere, Hope really wants to wear the suit. We get a training montage, which is great. Uh, this whole love thing a is montage. Fun fuck, and, and Scott I, makes friends with Anthony. I'm gonna call you Anthony. I love that in this movie they they do the thing where we see the montage multiple times, and like he's not good in the first one, and then he's really good in the second one. Like, this is always this is gold. Always fun. Good always a guys. great payoff. Uh, Scott wants to uh, let's see. Scott tells Hanks, he's like, I think this regulator is a little bit weird. Hanks like, don't fuck with the regulator, because if you do and it pops, you'll shrink down forever into the quantum realm and beyond for all of eternity. And he goes, yeah, I think the regulator's great. I think it's good. Uh, Scott trains martial arts with Hope, and he takes his shirt off per every contract that any male actor has had from phase one, two, three, four, and five. Yeah. You got to have that ripped out moment, and he looks fucking And good. dude, it's such a surprise. Like, I think the thing, the only thing more surprising than Anthony Mackie being in this movie was Paul Rudd just looking fucking good with his shirt off. Didn't need to, but I'm happy he did. Did not. Didn't need the scene. Well, I think we're probably moving away from this a little bit. Maybe. I don't know. But uh, I, don't, I, don't, I don't need these guys to, get, to, to do that much uh, testosterone and steroids and, and deplete their body of, of water that much. But it wow. looks fucking great in this. We've all had character development here. Except for maybe Greg. I know. But here's Wait, I've developed just not the way you want it. Listen, <laughs> is that right? I bet in 2015 I was much more respectful of the chat. <laughs> Did you just bring lotion back with you? 
Yeah, my hands are real bad. You ever get, you ever get them chapped hands? I get them all the time. And then I got this fucking puppy. He's biting my hands all the time. Maybe he wants the lotion off of him. You ever think of that? Maybe you're like a big lollipop to him. No, I haven't started putting the lotion on. Okay, well, we'll figure that out. Uh, Hope gets mad. Uh, let's see. Uh, we get introduced to the discs that summon the red ones shrink, the big one, the blue ones enlarge. Remember those? Uh, and Scott okay. learns to talk with ants, but he can't quite do it. And then Hope gets mad at everyone. And Scott tries to console her. And she tells him that her father, after her mother's death, uh, the, the relationship was strained with her father He went away for 10 years And never really came back She feels shut out And he goes He trusts you I'm expendable Which is completely obvious To everyone out there Except for Hope Because she's blinded by her rage uh, He said he'd rather you Lose this fight Than lose you It's a very poignant line She goes Okay I apologize for calling the cops on you uh, That was kind of a dick move And he goes Yeah I have a record I'll For life now. My daughter now In fact If memory serves correctly From here on out Up until endgame He is a convicted felon That is on a lamb That's it Yeah, yeah. Uh Oh, man, you're really just laughing that stuff up. It's great. Well, I put so much on, you know, you got to grind it in. It's then. great. You want some? <laughs> kind of, yeah. Can I get a little bit? Just the squirt, just the squirt. Ew, Andy, it's a dollop. Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, Tim, Tim, Tim. You signed up for a lifetime. <laughs> for, for, for audio listeners, Nick... Uh, <laughs> Nick just presented the dollop of lotion to Tim. And that's why they started laughing a lot. This is a fun day, guys. It's Thursday. Let's keep going. Uh, she said, I didn't know you had a daughter when I called the cops on you. She tells him uh, how to talk to ants. It's really cool. And they flip a little coin. He's ready to go. Hank finally tells Hope what really happened to her mother. They wanted a job <gasps> together to stop an ICBM missile. It was headed toward America. But Janet, uh, they couldn't get into the missile casing. So Janet had to go subatonic. Through the titanium sheathing, whatever, to deactivate the bomb. His belt wouldn't work uh, anymore. Yeah, his regulator got fucked up. This shit was cool as hell. I love the way that they they also dope when she gets going back and her wings come off. It's so tight. Like yeah, yeah, everything about the plot of this moment and the way that they showed it, I thought was like really damn cool. And like we, I always love the flashbacks and different timeline things. But like knowing that they were Ant Man and the Wasp before the Avengers were a thing, it's just really tight. So cool. I'll tell you, I'll tell you the only thing I don't like about it. I'm gonna be a little salty, Sally, about this. Yeah, everybody. I don't love how kind of force fed we are in these moments leading up to the the reveal of what happened to Michelle Pfeiffer because of just how like what when we're leading up to we're having these training montages and then suddenly we get a bad wig lady being like, dad, you didn't got to lie to me. I know what really happened to my mom, Bob. Like there's just it just feels like this was the only way to give us this information. So let's just kind of like force it upon the audience. I wasn't a huge fan of these parts. Yeah. I'm, I'm with fan. you the, with that. Just, uh, there was the one line of the mom died in a plane crash. Please stop telling that lie. It's like, Oh yeah. God, it, it, it just, it yeah. just feels real out of nowhere. It's like this conversation would never happen here. Like, well, the whole, know. the whole thing feels forced, right? She's been alive for how long she was eventually in this movie what, in mid thirties, maybe early thirties. So for 30 years, she's like, your mom died in a plane crash. And she's like, I know she didn't. At some point, they would have had this conversation earlier. It just feels They've had very... it a few times. What's that? They've had it a few times. Well, at some he's point, lying. he would have told her the truth. Doubling right? down. At a certain point, Michael Douglas's character is smart enough to realize that he's causing more harm than good by, by retaining this lie to his incredibly super smart daughter who would totally get the ramifications and trust the fact that her mother was an independent person that wanted to go on this thing. And we get that in this moment. It's oddly convenient. It's very, very forced. But Paul Rudd ruining the moment, fucking hilarious. Oh, yeah. One of the moments. I'll go make tonight. some tea. I'll go make some tea. Great, yeah. Uh, let's see. 
Uh, Scott's final training mission is to drop into an old Stark warehouse. What could possibly go wrong? To retrieve a signal blocker. One problem, it's not a warehouse anymore. It's the damn Avengers facility in upstate New York, which you'd think Michael Douglas would have checked on. Maybe a Google map. It's new. It's just new. They put a whole bunch of people there recently. Yeah, just recently. Real quick. There's a cool pop in the audience for this one, I remember. Fucking awesome. And then we see Falcon, and it's... You're like, this is why we love these movies, right? Because they give us these special surprises. Didn't know he was going to be in this. Fun little action sequence that ends with the best joke where he goes, he radios back in and says, it's really important to me that Cap never finds out about it. it that's so good. This is so like, funny. I think this is the moment that we like started to love Anthony Mackie, right? Like he was in Winter Soldier and it was kind of like, oh, cool. I didn't really expect Falcon in this, but like Man, this guy's slow. He's, he is real slow. He's like, that's cool. But I feel like in this movie, it's like, oh, this is the personality we expect from Falcon that we definitely see a lot more like in Civil War, especially. I think yeah. he's really funny. Um, but I love hearing the Avengers theme kind of play a bit. And again, this not only is one of the first times we get like characters that we don't expect in this, but also it's one of the first times they're treating the MCU like something that locations like the compound itself, even like showing up in other movies, because that had just been introduced not that the long very ago, end of right? age of ultron right? yeah exactly so um like that was really cool to see and it's also now with the future understanding of where these movies go like that where we saw that is where the portals battle happens yeah and, like, that's just like so freaking wild to think uh of course they all get back and darren drops by for a surprise visit to tell hank is like we're gonna be rich we're gonna have you're gonna be the co-owner of the biggest company on the planet because i'm selling this shit tonight or tomorrow night he wants hank to share the moment with him tomorrow night Cross calls Hope and tells him that he's he's like, I don't trust that Hank at all. I'm tripling security. And anyone with half a brain would be like, he's playing all of you. He clearly knows that, which I guess they kind of allude to. They're like, it's a trap. We know this. And he's like, we don't have choice. We got to go in there. Uh, Cross, uh, let's see. Thank you for the coffee, man. It's not too often. Oh, and then so he's like, we're going to need extra teammates. And they, and and Hank's like, no, not those fucking idiots. Wombats. And it, wombats, and it yeah. cuts. And Michael, Michael Pena with the best line here. Thank you for the thank you for the co- uh, coffee, ma'am. It's not too often that you rob a place and they get welcome back. Because, you know, we just robbed you. <laughs> it's so fun. It's so fun. Uh, Scott shows them the shrinking power. They all freak out, so she gives them some uh, some sleeping pills. And then they have a little moment where Hope is like, I kind of like you, Paul Rudd. Because I saw you with your shirt off. And, man, you look good with that little thrust bucket thing you got going on down there. God, great thrust bucket. Uh, Scott had thinking. Hey, no future spoilers for deep dicking with Nick and Greg, all right? Oh, my God. DDs. With GNN. <laughs> dick and deep with <laughs> Nick and Greg. Give him a little dick so they can dig deep. All right. Uh, all let's right. see. Scott heads over. He thinks, uh, he's like, okay, this might be my last time on Earth. So he heads over to kiss Cassie one more time. Love, by the way, that he calls her Peanut. It's the cutest thing ever. Uh, they all head over this to This fucking kid. This kid's cute. So she's, cute. She's cute. so great, man. I, I love her. I love her vibe. I love her stupid little ugly doll. She's just great. Oh, I fucking love that part. She's like, oh, it's so ugly. I love it. I love it. Uh, everything goes uh, let's see they head over to Pym Tech to start the heist everything goes well until Hank gets arrested of course BTW one more time we see this fucking tank as he goes to the security it's there it's it is everywhere there. Yeah. has the tank ever not been there Tim that is the question That's I have question. for you uh, everything uh, Bobby Cannavale and, and uh, his partner come and the partner uh, that guy was in the um, that guy underutilized in this he was in the HBO show right oh sorry the Stringer Bell Stringer the Wire. Bell The Wire wasn't he in The Wire uh, wasn't he the other guy in The Wire, wire? Anyway, Ooh, he's very underutilized in this. Uh, Bobby Cannavale, <clears throat> very overutilized. H- uh, Hank gets through security with the tank and his keychain and cross talks. I-, I guess T.I. runs interference for him. They steals the car, all that stuff, yada, yada, yada. Turns out Cross is selling to the highest bidder. Oh, my God. And it God. turns out that person is from Hydra. But guess what, guys? Don't worry. They're not how they used to be. They're doing some really interesting work. <laughs> so fucking good, man. That line and that delivery is why I that that made me come back around across. Wow. I like Corey wow. Stoll. But right there, I was like, 
he's he's crazy. Yeah. And he's just such a delusional billionaire that he's able to rationalize anything for the sake of money. That is a that's a great character moment for him. Uh, Scott makes a leap into the yellow jacket chamber, but Cross traps him. Everything goes sideways. <laughs> Scott uses, he's like, I don't know how to get out of here. Thankfully, I have these handy little blue discs that we set up last act that'll just blow me out of everything. Uh, Hank gets shot in the process. Hope uses the bullet, uh, the bullet ends to stop Cross. And by the way, again, I'm not saying these are these are two completely separate points, Greg. So clear your mind. Sure. Okay. sure. I'm not I'm drawing. A, I'm not drawing a parallel here. Okay, I'm not drawing a parallel, but I'm just saying that Evangeline Lily. Used to have really short hair. She's had long hair. But she needed hair that could cover her ear. Did she grow it out? Did they have a cut it that way? Or did they put a wig on her, which would be the easiest possible thing to do? Because she had to be able to cover that, that little device mm-hmm. that looks like a hearing aid so she could talk to the ants, which apparently we're just supposed to believe she was wearing the entire time. Convenient. Wig. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, let's see. Cross has a cross I love particle. that you're bringing up the questions that nobody else is, though. I mean. Someone has to, Nick. Yeah. I'm happy to. Mm-hmm. This is why I've been shadow banned across all platforms that I no longer post to. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hope He's you, good. You, uh, I'm crushing you gotta think that. about it sometimes, Tim. I know. I'm so good. Uh, let's see. Scott gets activated against all the security guards, and this action scene is awesome. Because, again, using the scale models and all that stuff as they're blowing apart, and we're just seeing the scale, the models get shot. Super fucking cool. Uh, hope tells her father they need a way out because the building's about to explode because they've set ex- explosives there. And he goes, don't worry, I have a way out. I brought my fucking keychain. And she's like, fuck yeah, dad. You bring that thing everywhere. For the last 40 years, you've had that keychain. And finally, fucking now, I understand that the tank is a real tank. I never could have put that together, dad, that the tank's a real tank. But thank you now. Thank you for using this real tank. So the, the tank didn't bother me as much as it seems to have bothered you uh, in, in its amount of appearances. I just wasn't thrilled with what it did yeah that's what i'm saying like if it I, had had a payoff where he fought where it was like longer than a second they jet they launched themselves out of this thing which would have killed them that's weird like and they that, land like, on the thing the decision to like we're gonna drive, a tank, drive a tank like down what what five stories like seems a bit weird but also i'm not a tankologist i don't know maybe maybe the tank if only we had a resident tankologist with us oh andy's here andy you went to school for tankology right yes could they have, could could two people one very elderly with a bullet wound survive a five story drop at with the old how it, like an old Panzer tank? Whatever the answer is, you want? You know. No, they couldn't. The maybe no. they'd be broken up real bad. Yeah, just verified. Let's see. Up on the roof, Cross is getting the helicopter. Anthony gets shot in the crossfire, and we see one of his little cute little wings die. And he's like, "Oh no, Anthony, it's dead." Uh, then we get the fight in the helicopter, which is super creative and fun. Cross, of course, very quickly. Puts on this yellow jacket suit. It's like he's practiced. Uh, and off we go. They get they get into Weird, the quick tangent here. Sure. I must have said this before in our last Ant Man interview. But there's just nothing cooler than a yellow jacket yeah. as an animal. I think yellow yellow jacket is probably one of the dopest insect creatures, insects, whatever you want to call they're, them. They're sure, assholes, though. I'm going to be honest. Sure. Oh yeah, for yeah, sure. They but they're fucking you. cool. Yeah, they're the worst just, of the bees. They're the worst yeah. of the bees. They stung me. Well, one stung me. Not they. Yeah. It wasn't like a hit. But one stung me uh, when I was like five years old on my eyelid. Oh, no. that's a bad yeah. sting. It wasn't good. So, swell yeah, up? I got I got like four of them on me at one point, and they're all not even stinging me, just biting me. Yeah, they bite. Yeah, Little fuckers. Damn. Yeah. Uh, did you ever watch the Yellow Jackets on Showtime? Good show. I haven't. Real good show. Sure, we did. Uh, let's see. Cross. Uh, yeah, anyway, Scott knocks. They get. They have this tumble. They play the Cure, which I'm like, that's a weird pull, but I guess it's fun. Um, and they fall into the uh, pool. This nice family's having a barbecue and playing ping pong. Like, what the fuck's going on? 
And then all of a sudden, uh, he z- knocks him into the bug zapper, which is hilarious. And then maybe it shocks Cross into insanity. I'm not quite sure. He's like, Ugh! You I know? brings him back to life there. Oh, brings I him back like to life. Heart stopped. Shut- okay, cool. Uh, and then Bobby Cannavale and T.I. just right there. Right there. No idea how they got from Tim Tech in their car all the way across it, but it doesn't matter. They're right there. San Francisco, seven Very by small. seven. Very small. Very small. Uh, they haul him in, but oh gosh, what's what's happening? So I was looking into this this pool situation because like, and I you know it's movie magic shit, but the people don't have pools in San Francisco. No, you ain't just gonna have a fucking pool. 100%. I did some research. There are five residential places in San Francisco that have pools in the backyard. Huh. This is one of them. Apparently. This is one of them, and this one's in Walnut Creek. Uh, you don't think you don't think you could just build a little small pool? Well, that doesn't count. They had a full ass pool. Mm-hmm. That was a big pool. But, but also, was it in the city or was it? Could Somewhere been, in the East Bay. Yeah, it could have been East Bay. We don't because yeah, Walnut Creek w- would be a place that makes sense. Gets really hot in there uh, over there in the summer. You know, it's true. Pimtac could be in East Bay. We don't know. We don't That's true. know. That's true. Uh, they're in the back of the car, and he's like, "Dude, you got to help." We, we, we they get a call over the radio. He's like, "We got to go to Cassie's house. It's it's getting Cassie's getting attacked. She's under attack." Uh, and he's like, "No, you got to stay in the back of the car." And so he puts a little helmet on, and then he shrinks down, and up we go to fight cross on the thomas the train uh one of the ants gets blown up uh one of the trains gets blown up we get a great sequence here with the train yada 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 he calls her peanut it's the cutest thing on the planet um and then he has to go subatonic we get to the point where he's like oh janet's not the only one that can do this i gotta go subatonic to get the titanium suit he goes all the way how are you pronouncing that by the way subatomic he's pronouncing it the right way andy yeah now now it's subatonic probably can't hear him over your broken fans (laughs) yeah get your fan working better buddy I did say it like gin and tonic. Maybe I want a cocktail. Right? No, no. <laughs> no. He admits to it. hundred yeah. percent. Yeah. That's one of those you called it out. I was like, oof, I got to fix that one in the old noggin. <laughs> I, he goes subatomic uh, and keeps going into the fan. Uh, the well, before zone. then, right, we get cross. Cross go- imploding into goo. Yeah. Incredible. Yeah. Very, 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 very frightening moment. But, but awesome. was it goo? Awesome. Or did he just shrink? Into the quantum realm. We'll have to see. We'll have to see. In Quantum Verse of Mania. Mm-hmm. The next did he film become all out. face? Maybe he did. Maybe that forehead's paying off. If we all go bald, do we get to be Modoc? We don't Maybe know. Maybe that forehead is paying off. Oh, he's all forehead. The man's all forehead. <laughs> the man's all forehead. I'm not saying anything Greg doesn't know. Yeah, he's all forehead. Uh, yeah, I've been talking a lot of shit about Nick, but he's been on. Like, he's been <laughs> on you. fire. Thank you, guys. I'm, hit, I, I, I'm delusional right now. I haven't had food in a while. Yeah. Uh, so he goes. And, and I, you ate way, a lot of uh, food. You ate a lot of popcorn during our Elden Ring I ate a, a, a normal amount of popcorn during our Let's Play, Andy. <laughs> we don't have to... Why am I looking back? You can't see me. I smell like Michael's like, I love how Nick just brings a big ass. He's like, I'm going to snack a little bit. Brings a big ass container of popcorn. See, Andy, what what you missed is Nick walking out of that room with Mike when you guys were done. And in the classic Nick fashion just talking like just saying things none of which he stood by he was just like yeah and i'm eating this popcorn this shitty fucking popcorn whatever he's like you know what? actually it was good popcorn it wasn't shitty at all it's like why'd you come out with that that, that attitude we were in a you flow, shit, we, were right? in a flow state. Yeah. we were in a flow state and i was still in the joke i was deep in the duffy of the joke but then i looked over and joey looked at me and i was like oh, i actually want you to know the popcorn's good please don't throw the popcorn out but i wanted them to know because, you know, the problem with this office is we have certain people that work here. The second you say something, they take your word at fucking face value and they go throw the popcorn out. <laughs> There's and nothing. then two days later, you go, where's the fucking popcorn? And then said person goes, you told me it was stale. I'm going to throw it out. There's nothing like, worse than the people who fucking listen to you here. You know what I mean? 
What do we pay people for? Here? It's because here's I'll, I'll, let's be honest. Let's call it, let's call it as it is right now. Do I want an In and Out burger right now? No, I'm pretty full, but I'm gonna eat that cheeseburger Fucking because I don't want Nick or Mike never to bring me another cheeseburger. You know I'm glad I mean? he brought you one and not me because I'm the person that worked through lunch. Uh, it's not. Yeah, it's weird. Uh, <laughs> let's see. Uh, <laughs> uh, Scott and Crossfire. I mean, he never said Greg. He pointed and said, I brought you. Well, then you said for me, and he goes, Yeah, Greg. And you know, Mike, now he's going back to fucking In and Out to buy you. <laughs> no, he was watching something on his phone out there. He wasn't watching it. Ah, that's fair. He doesn't care. Uh, Andy had a line in here uh, that I wrote when he calls her Peanut. We're going to dial it back a little bit. Andy, oh, will you be my Peanut? Yeah. Okay, cool. Tim, you were going to be my second. That's the line you wrote. Yeah. <laughs> that was it. Uh, anyway, uh, let's see. He goes all the way through. Do want to point out, real talk, the visuals here are fucking awesome. The kaleidoscope, yeah. all the stuff, yeah, yeah, yeah. the different things. He goes through those little little bear things that are like microscopic that can live in space. All that stuff is super cool. Weird that he's like, I'll just jam this blue disc into the regulator. I'm sure that'll work because physics. And it does. Gotta do what you gotta do. And everyone's cool. Science. And then we cut over I mean, back over. I think it's just a last resort. I think at that point, it's just do whatever you can. Fair enough. Shove it up your ass. <laughs> Boof it. Enlarge from the inside out. Oh, Do you know that your asshole is technically outside of your body? No, I didn't know that. Think about that. Okay. Those are inside of your mouth. It's outside of your body. How many times have you looked at that anus picture? Huh. Okay. So many times. Yeah. Mon- the mon pubis. Your mouth's not outside of your it body. It is. The, the, inside of, the inside of your mouth goes all the way through, and one little thing all the way to your butthole, all that's on the outside of your body. <laughs> okay, I see what you're driving at. See what I'm talking about? It's talking true. About. It's scientifically so, proven. I don't think that's accurate. So right now, Nick... <laughs> <laughs> Right now, Nick is doing the thing where it's like, if you have a straw, does it have one hole or two holes? <laughs> but with a person. With I'm telling you right this. Kevin Coelho, call Kevin Coelho right now. We'll wait. Call him right now. Kevin's a science guy. He'll back me up on this. Your mouth, that, all your that track is actually on the outside of your body. Okay, the science with Kev. If we turned you inside out, what would be your skin? <laughs> okay. Science, science, science. Hey, Kevin, it's Greg. You're on the Ant-Man and Rewatch. How are you? What's up? So I didn't want to do this for once, but Nick made me. And this is a real thing. I need you to back me up, Kevin. Back me up on this. Would you say your mouth is outside of your body? Your butthole, too. Your, your butthole outside of your body, too? Mouth outside. Let me give me the uh, thing. Oh, here comes Nick. He's going to explain. Put it so people can hear him. Sci- here, hold on. I got to put it in the thing. Scientifically speaking, your diet, your track that goes from your mouth all the way to your butthole is on the outside of your body, right? I, I don't. I don't think that's how that works. All right, no. you're, you're you're dead to me. You, look, look it up, everyone. Science, <laughs> look everyone, it up. Ask a doctor. No, I, I Next get, time. I get what you're saying because it's like technically all of it is is like. He's gonna get there. It's like a, it's. I don't know what's the right way to phrase it, but I I get what you're saying where it's like your 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 stomach is absorbing stuff out of your food and depositing things into your like your large intestine, you know. Mm-hmm. So I get what you're saying. I don't know if that's how it works, though. All right. All right. Well, I appreciate you. We're going to agree to disagree. I, I, I hear you. I, I do want to say, I think you're making the argument essentially that in a 2D world, like if you were to right. like, Look at we a 2D. Wouldn't be able to stick together, right? <laughs> We'd be two pieces. Oh, you mean time? The time? you mean the time cop conundrum? Yes, the time, <laughs> of course. The time same matter can't occupy the same space? No. That's exactly right. That's, oh, you're, you know, you're 100% right on that one. Uh, this this bit's gone too long, so we're gonna hang up on you now. I think I've gotten dumber in the Love last you. three minutes. I, dude, science, we, science, <laughs> science, 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 science
You're all going to see in the comments. I don't know how we went video. from is the mouth outside the body, is the mouth and the ass connected to, oh, it's the time cop conundrum. <laughs> I don't know. Kevin said same stuff. Got same space. Yeah. Yeah. What I do want to point out We're is smacking this, it. All right? Please do. I know you like to roll your eyes at this when we have our little sides here and we like to have a lot of fun over here. Uh -huh. I want you to know what this man just proposed and asked. If we were in ancient Greece, he'd be fucking Socrates, all right? We would all sit around, <laughs> a, fucking huge all Greece, sit around a fucking fountain you guys be... and be like, oh, man, Nick is such an outside-the-box thinker. You know, they'd be writing about him on stone tablets time. and they'd be learning about him in school. Socrates so, could have been a podcaster is what I'm saying. So huge. All right, we skip back and Scott and, and Hank's like, you gotta tell me everything you know about the quantum zone realm because now I'm thinking I can go save my wife. And it's like maybe you can, maybe you can't. We'll see what happens in the next movie. Uh, meanwhile, he goes, sorry, buddy, can't help you out. And then he catches Hank and Hope or uh, Scott and Hope. It's fucking awesome. It, like, it. look, do I believe in them as a couple? Not really, honestly. Like, I feel like even in the later movies, it's always just a little, a little forced. Um, but seeing them make out, I'm like, good for you. This was a good comedic beat. I love the whole when this happened nothing's happening but something's kind of happening love all that stuff. yeah good yeah. for them uh bobby canale cannavale stops being a d-bag to scott invites him over for dinner and then gets him off the hook with one line of exposition that apparently is going to explain away how he broke out of jail and got arrested a bunch of times whatever it doesn't matter he's a third strike offender we all fucking know scott Lang should go to jail for the rest of his life wow but he does not in this he gets off because he's got friends in the police station this is police corruption this is what everyone's always talking about this is the problem okay uh hank Ask, oh no, we already got past that. Cassie is keeping that big ant as a pet, which you think someone would notice. Yeah, it's fucking I, terrifying. I don't like this call. I like, I get that it's funny, but like, there's a couple things, like even the giant train and stuff. Too many questions. I don't like I when, too many questions. Like having this fucking giant ant hanging out with them, and like, it's like, no, no it's only a matter no, of time no, before no. that thing bites your arm. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. uh, it's dinner is interrupted when Scott gets another call. He's got to go back to work, uh, and then we get another great story from Michael Pena about yada 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 yada. Turns out. Falcon's looking for you. And it's Love like it. awesome. Love it. Love and then we Kana, fun little. Remember, that was a big pop at the time. Dude. Now she's actually in movies, but it's like at the time it was like, oh my God. It's say stay off awesome Gotham. I can't say it all. But yeah, the uh, YouTubers in this movie and with Anthony Mackie. It's like she gets like a bunch yeah, of yeah. really cool shots. Mm -hmm. So good, good for her. Uh, we cut over to the mid credit sequence where Hake introduces Hope to the uh, Wasp suit. About damn cool. time. About damn time. And then post credits. Falcon and Cap, we cut over. They're with Bucky and his arms in the vice. They're trying to deprogram him. And he's like, man, we need some help. Uh, we're on our own. And Falcon goes, maybe not. I know a guy. Ant-Man. And that's how we got him to the airport. Exactly. Let's go. Super cool. And that is the Ant-Man. That is the Ant-Man, number one. So, yeah, like I said earlier, uh, we, we ranked this. If you can bring the rankings up again, Barrett, I'd appreciate it. Um, it is at number 28, Ant-Man 1. Um. How do you guys feel about that? Uh, I mean, looking at this list here, and it, it, the problem I always have is this is it's me, right? I like the thing I just watched. I'm high off of it. It's exciting. It's fun. I haven't seen it in a while. So I would rank this much higher compared to a lot of the other things that are on this list right now. So toss it out right now. Where would you personally bump this up? I mean, I think I enjoy watching this movie more probably than The Multiverse of Madness. I didn't really love that movie. I kind of mm -hmm. walked out of there with this, with kind of a blah taste in my mouth uh this movie is just a good fun romp start to finish it's tight it makes sense it's got it's got good acting multiverse of magic is kind of sloppy uh and i just didn't have as much fun watching that so i'd probably put it right underneath yeah probably right above werewolf by night i just think this movie is a bigger accomplishment than a lot of those uh a lot of the tv shows and a lot of the the tv specials it, it works for me and i'm a big paul rudd fan i'm like you guys Paul's big great. fans 
Greg, what about you? I'd leave it where it is for the most part. Maybe I, I, I'd like to refrain from talking about Ant-Man and Wasp because I that's another one I haven't watched in a while and don't remember mm-hmm. well. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'd bump it up above Captain Marvel, but I, honestly, I don't even feel the need to. Like, I feel like this is like that echelon of yeah. Marvel properties where it's like, Marvel's awesome. MCU's great. Where it's just, you get down here, it's like, I don't know if I really need to go watch this again. I enjoyed it. I had fun with it, but I'm not hankering to get back to it. Hank? Hank. I'm not Hank Pimming it to get back to it. Where it's like, yeah, like if I had more time, obviously, I I shouldn't say obviously. If I had more time on my hands, I'd be open. Oh, yeah. A rewatch of Falcon and Bucky? Sure. Miss Marvel? Sure. Hawkeye? Yeah. Multiverse of Madison with Nick on it was like, I don't have a lot of strong, loving feelings for it, but all this other stuff I'm I'm fine with. Andy, you were saying? Above Hawkeye. Yeah, I think somewhere in that in that realm, where somewhere between where it is and around Hawkeye, like that. Say right now, if you're an audio listener, it's at 28 on this list we're looking at, and then 23 is Hawkeye. Yeah, so somewhere in there, I think I think makes sense. I this is a movie that like, if it was just on TV, I would watch it. I feel like it's really enjoyable. Like any any bits of it, like there's like something fun to to watch, and it is just really funny. But I am I'm excited for Ammon of the Wasp next week. What's up, Eric? Y'all don't know that Nick just slacked me oh, a Andy. correction to his miss, this typo of the word tail. He just slacked it right now. <laughs> Thank so. you. Thank you. Fantastic. Good job, Nick. Thank you. Let it not be said that I don't Set correct the record my straight. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and then, yeah, Captain Marvel. I mean, I've only seen, that's the only movie I've only seen once. Now, besides Eternals, I guess. Um, I'm just but a girl I, I'm excited to rewatch it leading into The Marvels. Later this sure. year. Yeah, yeah. Later this year. Uh, next week, we're going to be doing Ant-Man and the Wasp rewatch. Um, really excited about that. Because if I remember correctly, this is going to be the first time we do the plot for that one. For which one? For uh, Ant-Man. Ant-Man and the Wasp. Uh, sure. Because that was a theater one. That was, I think, on the earlier days when we yeah. didn't even That's try to do the ghost, right? The ghost. It is ghost. That's cool. Looking forward to it. Um, but let us know in the comments below what you think about Ant-Man 1, what your hype level is for Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania. Uh, And until next week, have a marvelous day. Thank you.